what's going on welcome back to the show that's right you know what today is it is the conversation so it's a thursday conversation making you know basically because that's what day it is what we have here today so i guess uh, maybe a year a couple of years ago i started uh, speaking to a listener slash friend slash a client you know what i mean i booked a couple of cruises for her, her name is carol and uh the minute i started speaking to her there was just something about her where I knew she'd probably be, you know what, she'd probably be a great guest of the show. I bet I could put her on, and she did not disappoint. You know what it is? I don't know. She's very descriptive. She analyzes things. She's got the southern accent going, and she's just got a lot of charisma. So so I always kind of had it in my mind that at some point I'm going to have Carol on the show, whether it's a cruise review, whether it's just to kind of talk or whatever, chop it up a little bit. And when we're doing these Thursday conversations, that's the beauty of this type of show. It's supposed to be just exactly that. I want it to feel like you're wiretapped into a conversation with just a couple of people talking about cruising or whatever else comes up. And as you'll hear, Carol did not disappoint. We talked about a lot. We talked about her previous cruise to Bermuda, which uh, sounded like an absolute blast. And then we got into the Pirates and Pier Runners experience, and she is booked on the group cruise that is coming up. And uh, you know, we talked about the you know her her, her past cruising experiences. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good talk. And I think Carol did a good job in proving me right that, yes, she absolutely was a good guest for the show, and uh, we'll probably have her back on probably somewhere around the group cruise. The group cruise is in 52 days. Oh, boy. There's still time if you want to come on it. October 15th, Oasis of the Seas, and it's going to Aruba, Curacao, and Labadee, Haiti. Boy, is this going to be a good time. It's starting to feel a little real. I do have the Virgin Voyages cruise between now and then, but... uh. I really got my eye on that Allure sailing, just like uh, I think a few people do, right? Anyway, without further ado, let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? (laughs) Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruise And if I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have Best we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know what's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter in the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united. So sound that horn, cause everybody's invited. How you been, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm just tired. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of running I'm around. I'm going to tell you, you know, just getting over COVID and then going on that trip. Oh, is that what happened? Blessing. It was a blessing and a curse. Really? Because it was a blessing because I could rest. Okay. But the curse was I completely wasted the drink package. Did you really? So you didn't get uh, your money's worth on that? 
Oh, definitely not. Really? I was just too tired. It was like, yeah. it's hard to drink when you just want to go lay down. I totally get it. I totally get it. Now, that was out of New York, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I figured we'll just roll. We'll roll. We'll just roll, right? All right. So this is post-production a little bit. We had a little issue with the audio for a little while. So I cut out the part where it wasn't that clear. Uh, stepping back in right now to pick up the conversation here. What we are talking about is the Always Be Booked logo. Uh, and There's been a couple, so we kind of covered that. But let's jump back into it right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a controversial topic. Some people are like, oh. you know what the thing is? I like that one better as well. The reason, now a lot of people like the other one, the ABB one. And the only mm -hmm. reason I go with the ABB one most of the time now is because when you tag it on things, you can kind of tell what it is. It's ABB, always be booked. You know what I mean? I had okay. uh, a surreal moment on the on the last group cruise. I uh, <laughs> we, were, we were having some fun. We were out late, late, late. It was the club. And... um. I made friends with somebody, ended up uh, back back to um, her place for, for some drinks afterwards. And uh, the night continued and it was getting, you know, it was late. It had to be like 5.30 in the morning at this point. So I am like realizing how much I drank and I'm just trying to get back to my room, my cabin. And I'm running around this deck. I don't see where I am. But then all of a sudden I come across an always be booked logo on, on a door. Huh. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, that's Deb. That's Deb. Deb's right. Deb's in there. <laughs> I love it. It was great. But I, uh, so yeah, we got this thing coming up. I guess, uh, you know, I got to tell you, you, um, you got, you got a lot of pressure on you, Carol. Why? I've talked you up to everybody. I was like, you know, I talked to Car uh, Carol a couple of times. I bet she's going to be rookie of the year. She's going to come in swinging. She's going to be a blast. So, you know. <laughs> well, I hope I don't disappoint. I think I'm fun most of the time when I'm not sick or recovering from COVID. I'm really fun. <laughs> no. And I guess, too, though, while it, I guess, maybe sucks to be getting fresh off of COVID and going on a cruise, it probably was a pretty good way to relax, though, right? It was. And I went solo, but I went with a friend that I met on my last cruise. And she got a new job and she had to work while we were on the cruise. And she's HR, so she like really had to put in some hours. So it kind of worked because I could rest while she was working. And this was my first inside cabin. I loved it for that reason. It was so easy to rest and relax. And maybe that's why I didn't really even want to come out of my room because it was just like snuggled up and... I put the Lido deck channel on just so I could see if it was raining or not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that channel. I watch that channel for entertainment. Everyone, I mean, listen, I'm 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 a lifer. You know that. I'm in. I'm all in. But there was no noise. It, usually, you can hear it. Um, this was on the Magic, and for some reason, maybe it was just my room, but I did. I had no noise for outside. Okay. So, but I've had others that I know we could hear the music. Right, right, right. So starting at the beginning, though, did you do anything in New York before you got on the ship? Well, let me tell you. Let me back up a little bit. This sure. was my first my first train ride. And oh. so I took the train from Raleigh, North Carolina, 
and it was our train was two and a half hours late so we didn't get in till like 11 and then by the time i met my friend it was like midnight so we were staying at the fairfield inn in manhattan the one near the cruise port right and we walked around and we found a place called route 66 but it was like midnight one o'clock i don't know they had really good food but guess what I saw? And I know you're going to think this is so silly, but this excited me so much. Okay. I saw a real live New York City rat. I knew you were going to say it. When you said it, I knew you were going to say it. No, it's... uh, It's so iconic. They're very brash. And it was like, oh my gosh. And like all the trash on the side of the street. I was like... <laughs> This is just iconic. <laughs> part of the part of the show. You know, it's crazy. I haven't it, it's so bizarre. I haven't spent a ton of time in the city since I guess what would I say? It, it, I'd have to say since 2017. And well, no, 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 that's not true. I did go back. That was I'm thinking Florida. No, but I did go back for for from um so I'll say 2020, and uh, <clears throat> the last couple of years, I heard it has changed a lot. You know, it was a cesspool back when I was growing up in the 80s and early 90s. It was rough. It was dangerous. But I don't. I know. I don't think it's at that level by any stretch of the imagination. But I heard when you said you decided to walk around a little 12, 12, 31 a.m. I'm still here. A friend of mine last night got attempted mugged on the on the subway. It's it's a little crazy right now. And I don't want to feed into the stereotype, but the stories are real. Yeah. So well, we we felt pretty safe um, everywhere we went. I mean, we didn't walk far. It was just a few blocks, and it, everything was really lit up and people everywhere. And no, that's good. That's you, you stay by the people. You stay where the people are. But even um, <clears throat> you know, Chris, who who would, who would cruise with us sometimes, he he got into two altercations where he got into a serious. He got seriously assaulted, and he's a you know pretty tough kid from the Bronx, and he was he got robbed, and um it it was it, it can be a little it can be a little dangerous, yeah. but like you said, the best thing you could do you don't want to live in fear, you don't want to so yeah I've been I've been back I've been back since then, and yes it does look a little bit more on the uh, rough side. There's some things that go on in broad daylight, whether it's drug use or whether it's uh, people showering or people without clothes or uh, that. Actually, we, we did see two gentlemen. They were like, they weren't together. They were like, I don't know, a few buildings apart. And they were literally, both of them had suitcases. And it was like, oh my gosh, they are like literally living right there. Yeah. Like their whole world is right there with them. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not necessarily anything new. What it was over the last maybe 20 years was that was just part of New York. It was a backdrop. You would see that. It's unfortunate. It's horrible. But, uh, you know, just some people who have just decided or whether it's conditions that are beyond or within their control that they've checked out of society. And that's, and that has happened. Um, but now they, they were always the backdrop. Now – from what I hear, they're a little bit more in the forefront. They're approaching you. They're they're coming at you. They're brash. They're realizing that uh, the, there's a little more lawlessness. There's a little less accountability for what you know. Maybe maybe can get away with now. So it's gotten a little crazy. I'm not saying you have to necessarily walk around like it's a war zone, 
but it's definitely different. Subtle or not, it's different in New York City yeah. over the last couple of years. But So you didn't necessarily get your both hands and both feet into the New no, York City I experience. Um, my friend went the day before and like she went to two shows and she she was able to really soak it in. For me, it was a financial thing. I couldn't do another night of $300 for the hotel. Sure. And I was like, and I'd just gotten over being sick and it was like, I don't even know if I can hang. Yeah, this is not the yeah. time. You know, they used to have a thing in New York when um, my, my family, my aunts and everybody, when they would go to a show, it was an actual thing to bring mugger money. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you did. You brought by extra 40, 50 bucks because, you know, in the theater district and the surrounding areas, there were people there who would stick you up. And uh, they'd be very upset if you didn't have anything to give them, you know, and oh. it was pretty, you know, it was a contract that you signed. Okay, listen, <laughs> you got the knife, you got the gun here. Here's your 40, 50 bucks. No, nobody really, you just brought, you know, did you, did you take your mugger money? Did you take your mugger money? You know, you had to take the mugger money. It was crazy. <laughs> the real, like funny, but a real thing. So yeah. enough of those pleasantries. <laughs> okay, the so magic. we, we st- I'm sorry. No, we sailed out um, Monday, last Monday, the 15th. And, of course, it was out of Manhattan. And so we had the sail away on the Hudson. Yeah. And that, I know you know what that is. But it, that in in itself, that was a whole thing right by itself. I agree. I agree that it always is, you know, and. You know, living in New York, we always would t- get a chance whenever we could to take those little, whether it's booze cruises or brunch cruises or Statue of Liberty cruises or even the Staten Island Ferry. It's just there's something to be said for just gliding on that water on the Hudson or even on the East River and just getting that backdrop of the Manhattan skyline is just Really, nothing like that. It's just a again structural wonderment of a, a man-made concrete jungle. Even being a New Yorker, I never, I actually never got sick of that. Like, I mean, it was just beautiful, and I was hanging out with this guy that I had met at the sail away party at the bar, and he was from Brooklyn, so he was pointing everything out to me. So okay. that was, you know, I had a native showing me all the sights. So I'm guessing you had a ton of natives on that sailing because one thing New Yorkers are known for when it comes to cruising is only cruising out of New York. So I bet you had no shortage of uh, colorful personalities on that ship, right? There were many colorful personalities, you know, and of course, they all loved my accent and I loved theirs. So um, (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot. I made a lot of friends from New Jersey. Because I was solo, there was a whole bunch of us, and it seemed like all of them were from New Jersey. Right, right. Except for my one friend, and she came from Las Vegas. Gotcha, gotcha. So. What'd you think of the ship? I, I the, the the dream class is a is it the dream class? Yeah, the dream class is a class of ships that I've been on for ship tours. But I just have a certain feeling that that is my carnival ship. I feel like that's like the happy medium of everything I want in a carnival ship. It's pre-Vista class, so it still has a lot of the Farkas or the old carnival appeal. But it also is the newest of that, so it has it's the biggest of those types of ships. Did yeah, you like I, the ship in general? I did like the ship, and I think that's the biggest one I've been on so far. Um because I, I was on the ecstasy twice, and bless her heart, she's, <laughs> she's being retired in October. But um, that one was sort of my favorite 
because we could get to everywhere real quick. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, meet me here. It's like, okay, I'll be there in two minutes, you know. And then I went on the Sunrise. Okay, yes. The co- former Carnival Triumph. Yes, the Poop Cruise. The Poop Cruise. Um, and then the Panorama. So I'm pretty sure this was the largest ship I've been on. Panorama's bigger. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, Panorama's pretty... Uh, uh, not that much bigger. bigger. Next size and up. No, yeah. Panorama throws me off because there's no atrium. There isn't? Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. You're right. You're right. It's got mm-hmm. the little, and it's got that little kaleidoscope thing in the middle behind the bar. Yeah. 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 I got to say, those are not my favorite ships. It's a beautiful ship and so much to do on it. But I just feel like the way it's built and the way it's laid out, it's it's kind of meant to be so compartmentalized that it's almost like things are like very muted and toned down on those ships, right? Extremely, extremely. You know, I loved Magic Snake Eyes all in the atrium. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what they are, but that's what they remind me of. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. That old, old version of Carnival where it's just built to kind of... I, I guess one room flows into the other and one place goes into the other, whether it's, you have that, I don't know if it's deck five on that ship, but you know, we have the, um, the piano bar, the comedy club and the alchemy bar all in that same area. Uh, and, and the, um, red frog pub, yes. red frog, the, whichever one's inside, they're all right there. And then guys pig and anchor and the Java blue, they're all pretty much right there. And yeah. There's right that there. ocean plaza layout yeah, right and then there's like the sushi place and then the casino so it's like that's where all the oh and the um the nightclub the night right yep exactly yep. so that's why i'm thinking that's this that's the class of ships for me and ironically i just haven't had a chance to get on those damn ships yet but we'll get there and you said before you said ecstasy bless her heart and i love that form of personification but I'm going to say bless your heart, because if those are the biggest cruise ships you've been on, wait until you see the allure. I'm going to look, I'm I'm already like I'm trying to set my expectations, because let me just tell you right now, I'm afraid I'm not going to like it because I think it's going to be too big. Like I said, the ecstasy, like everything was right there. You're you're right there. So we'll have to see. And then the test will be, because next March I'm going on the celebration. So then it will be, okay, which which did I like better, a big royal or a big carnival? Well, I'll say this, and I always say it all the time. You manage your expectations. And I could be the first to tell you that the Oasis class of ships, which is the Allure, which we're going on, is not my favorite type of ship because of that reason. But then if you kind of take yourself out of that space and everything that is in you that wants that smaller, that compact, that homey feel, forget it. Put it away. And then and then kind of just think about what the ship does offer. What it does offer is literally everything you would want under the sun. I could tell you right now what you want to look for going to appreciate a ship like that is the amount of entertainment, just talented, talented entertainers everywhere. The food, there's so many choices of food, but what they say, and I don't know if this is true or not, everybody's different, they say don't even try to see the whole ship. Don't even try to experience the whole ship. Pick a neighborhood or a couple of neighborhoods and just really immerse yourself in those neighborhoods and worry about the other neighborhoods on a separate sailing. I don't know. 
Hmm. But you're gonna like it. I mean, we're gonna be together. We're gonna yeah, have I mean, a good time. You know what I mean? It's not it's gonna a be. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a cruise. Yeah. It. Uh, we'll like it. Yeah. Whether it's and you'll find out where you like. So what I what I love a lot about those ships is the boardwalk. The boardwalk has a real, um, real feeling of like a boardwalk because you're in the back of the ship. It feels like you know an old school like Atlantic City style boardwalk where it has the carousel. It's just a very very comfortable place to be. What I love about the Allure is that it doesn't have that dumb slide in the way that's kind of blocking the view of where the uh, dive theater is and the and the aft portion of the ship where Royal Caribbean does drop the ball a little bit with that like you know the the back view of the ship the wake the horizon all of that is just something that Royal Caribbean doesn't do the best job of featuring but still from the English pub to the Jazz on 4 to Central Park to the boardwalk uh, there's just a ton and tons of stuff to do. Like Dazzle's nightclub is just a fun place. It's like a throwback. If you've ever seen like those 1980s movies, the room just feels like it's one of those like Copacabana style nightclub rooms. It's it's a great ship, but your concern is valid. It is a big, big ship to try to conquer. Well, when you're solo, you're like already you're looking around like you're stupid, you know, because you're like, okay, where do I need to go? That was the big thing about New York is like, Carol, don't look so, don't look like a tourist. Don't look like a tourist. <laughs> I completely looked like a tourist and I can't help it. I mean, New York is, is full of tourists, so it is what it is. But I want to get into, so we talked about the ship. We talked about the group cruise coming up, which I'm extremely excited for. And again, I know you won't let me down when we talk about you already being crowned Rookie of the Year. Um, okay. What a, one thing I also have not experienced yet, and you know, you've, You've done a lot of on this past sailing that I just haven't done is a Bermuda trip. It did seem from your pictures and from your communication on social that you were really, really into Bermuda, right? Oh, my gosh. Like Sandra was the one that said we would love it. it big is enthusiast. So Sandy's a it big Bermuda enthusiast. So beautiful. And even places that were a little maybe run down were still clean. Uh-huh. Like everything was so clean, and maybe our tour guide only took us to the clean places. I don't know. We we went all the way around the island. We went um, from we were at the naval dockyard, and we went through Hamilton and then to St. George, and then we came back on the other side of the island. So we went the whole um, perimeter of the island. It was just everything it was like your eyes can't even absorb it all all right so let me quali- let me qualify this what what okay. are your favorite couple of ports prior to bermuda I, probably my favorite was cozumel okay and that's because i had the most fun there Cozumel is a great port to just get off the ship and walk around a little bit too. You have the shopping right there. You have the restaurants. You have, um, you know, Carlos and Charlie's. Uh, you know, good views. Lots of stuff to kind of check out. Whether it's the mo- everything, it's a lot of stuff to do right off the ship in Cozumel. Yeah, so you're I'd saying like to go, I'd like to go back and and experience all that because I did a dolphin encounter. Okay. And I had a semi pier run. They were blowing <laughs> the horn and everything. And I was not near the, I was on a carnival tour, thank goodness. But there was another ship on the other side of the island that I had no idea. They said, are you with carnival? I said, yeah. 
I got on the bus. They took me to the wrong ship. Really? And, and, and so, that's trouble in Cozumel because they have the two separate ports. Yeah. So they get me back. They're blowing the horn. The guy's like, run, run, run. Well, you know, first of all, I'm a big girl. I don't run. That doesn't happen. But I was run walking as fast as I could. And then I found the little man on the little bicycle, you know, with the little cart. And his number was 13. And I said, that's for you, not for me. And and they had already called my room because they they left a message looking for me. I'm like, well, obviously I'm not there anyway. Yeah. So it was a semi-peer run. I would say that's almost a legit peer run right there. That's that's an adventure. I just didn't run it. Right. I just didn't run it. <laughs> or a peer rush. A peer rush. It was a peer rush. Okay, we'll go with that. All right, so <laughs> so so you are again, I'm just curious about Bermuda. You are okay. the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce for Bermuda. Having taken okay. your trip there, why do I have to go to Bermuda? I just want to, I just want to know because Sandy always talks about it. She gets me pumped up when she talks about Bermuda. What's your angle on that? It, it, it's the sights. I mean, the food was okay. The, it wasn't the food for me, although my friends that I was hanging with are seafood people, and they really enjoyed some food that we had at an English pub in Hamilton. We tried to get some of those Portuguese donuts, but they were out. So the, Brit- the it, British, it, the British influence is. is- is there is prevalent there yes yes and i think that's why it's so clean right like in the modesty thing like if you i walked by one lady who was talking to somebody else and said wear shorts please and i was like oh wow it was talking to a girl who was didn't have shorts over her bathing suit really oh yeah so I was embarrassed for her, but anyway. So it's a little bit of a throwback. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's a British island, and you know I, I think that's why it's so clean, and um, it's a little upscale. Uh huh. Little uh, snobby, maybe even dare I say? Um, maybe a little, but like in the case of that woman, I thought that was kind of rude. I was like, "Come on!" Now. And who but was this woman? Who was she speaking to? It was just a. There was a girl walking, who had on her bathing suit, and she's she on vacation. A, I mean, you know, she had on her bathing suit. She was walking around. She um, and another lady walking by goes, "Shorts, please." And that was all that was said. And, Oof. Yeah, know. a little tense, a little awkward moment there. I get it. Yeah, yeah. The shopping there was great. Uh, there was all kinds of, even right there at the port, there was um, an artist gallery where he does pottery. Okay. And they, they were making it there and you could, it, it was just, and it was beautiful pottery, if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. So it just ba- basically favorite, seems like it was like a charm, like a, just a general charm to the area. It was just I don't know. It was just, I've never seen water like that. And I know that I'm still young in my cruising career. So I haven't been a ton of places. But the beauty, just looking out at the water, I have a gazillion pictures of just looking out at the water because it's amazing. The colors, I mean, it's just snorkeling. Um, the sand, the sand is beautiful. Um, 
I don't, I didn't really see the pink everybody sees. Maybe that's my eyes. Maybe I was expecting a little more. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. When everybody tells you it's going to be pink sand, you're expecting this, uh, clear pink thing but they what they really make mean is that it's regular colored sand but there's a little bit of a a, a pinkish hue to it that will kind of you know not like the other beaches i get it well, i did buy a jar but even looking at the jar it, <laughs> like <laughs> doesn't look pink to me but you know um it didn't matter it was still beautiful it, it was uh, like mm. so i went snorkeling and we went we were by the reef the coral reef and it scared the bejesus out of me because they were saying don't touch the coral and it was everywhere i'm like how am i not supposed to touch the coral it's everywhere yeah so i was scared and i turned around and came back because you touched it <laughs> no because i was afraid i was gonna cut myself gotcha 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 okay i'm, like, I'm scared <laughs> that's all right that's all right you got in the water you saw it you experienced I did. it um i got in the water by a shipwreck so that was cool too i mean it was that was, I don't know, I guess that was probably the, the cherry on top was the snorkeling mm-hmm. around the the, um, the shipwreck. That was pretty cool. That's just something that's high on my list. I mean, everybody, we yeah, all have that, a cruise that bucket was list. pretty cool, and it just dawned on me. I'm like, yeah, you did that. Yeah, no, your pictures, everybody was, you know, looking at your pictures and saying how cool it looked and how how much fun it looked like you were having. So that that was great. That was great. Everything We did. We had a blast. I didn't I wasn't as active as I normally am. I definitely did the bar crawl so I could know where all the bars were and get to know all the bartenders and whatnot and played in the casino. How'd you do? I did not do well. Ugh, they always get you. I made a little bit back the last night, but yeah, only about a third of what I had lost. Yeah, yeah. Vegas was not built on all of us uh, cleaning up. You know what I mean? Look, and I'm the one playing the 88 cent machine, so you know. (laughs) 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 Because that way I can play longer. (laughs) Somebody's got to teach me how to play slot machines because any time. I, I when I play blackjack, I got a fighting chance. When I any time I've played the slots, it's just been a donation. That's it. Well, that's what I say. I, I'm like, you know, it's time for me to go feed the machines, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'd prefer to sit by that that quarter machine. That's therapeutic for me for some reason to just keep popping ten dollar bills into that quarter machine where you know that things are not going to fall. <laughs> But it relaxes me, Carol. It does. Yeah, my friend was playing. Uh, she was doing the craps table, and she did pretty well. Okay, yeah. Um, I hear Tony from La Lita Loca always talking about craps, and it, every time I see people playing craps, they look like they're having so much fun. I've just never, I've never learned, and I don't want to learn because I'm like, why do I have to go out of my way to learn new ways to lose my money? <laughs> yeah, she uh she was funny because she was sitting there and she goes, "Wait. They just hit a bunch of my numbers. I I'll see you. I got to go play." <laughs> I went, "All right." <laughs> Very nice. So, yeah. I'll dabble in roulette every once in a while, but all right, so on the ship in general, on the uh-huh. cruise start to finish, favorite moments, like high like real strong highlights, do you have any PCB going on? What do you got? Um, the moment that's coming to me right this moment, like the most fun I had any evening was one evening that we hit a comedy show 
there was two different comedians, and I'm sorry, I don't remember either of them's names, but one was a bigger guy, and he was hilarious. Like, he did sounds, like the sounds were just, he made all these car sounds and whatnot. He was cool. Anyway, the other guy, he did not entertain me as much. But this one night, we saw the, the other guy who was funny, did all the noises, and then we hit the piano bar. And then we hit the nightclub. So you got a full that, night in. You got a full, was, in, so a full night. That was just like, you know, you had the giggles, you're laughing, you're singing. It, it was just, that was that was probably the most fun evening for me. I totally know what you're talking about. You know what you're going to love? Yeah. And I want to talk about the allure in a second before we let you go. But I want you're going to love the English pub on these Royal Caribbean ships. It's it's real interactive. It's like a guitar version, almost, of a piano bar in a nice kind of English pub type of environment. And uh, yeah, we our our crew tends to thrive in the uh, in the English pub. But um, I did want to ask you before we let you go, and I do thank you. By the way, we're talking to Carol. Carol is a friend and a listener to the show and a pirate and a peer runner. And uh, she's going to be joining us on the Allure of the Seas on October 15th. Carol, I wanted to know what maybe if one or a couple of your cruise goals might be. What are you looking forward to? What are you looking to get out of this cruise coming up on uh, where we're going to Aruba, Curacao, and Labadee on Allure of the Seas? Well, you discussed a hike in Curacao. Oh, okay. You had you have brought it up. I'm hoping we're still going to do it because I literally went to the doctor today to work on my knee to get it so I can go on that hike. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I threw it out there, and I'm not against it. Every time I try to do these hikes, you saw Sandra uh, reply. You know, people always just seem to bail on the hikes, and I don't know. I don't want to do a hike every day. Yeah. But one hike, because I actually would love to go on a hike. Anywhere that I go, you know, like one time on each trip, I would love to do a hike. And I had a hike um, planned in Mazatlan, and then there was a hurricane. You said, so that, you said that you said that so well. Can you say that again? What? The, the name of the place. Mazatlan? Yeah, I've tried so many times. <laughs> I, I stumble over that pronunciation. Well, you know me. I, I'm no stranger to mispronouncing but I love, things. I love your made-up words. Yeah, you just nailed. You just you didn't even slow down on that one. That was perfect. But yeah, but I didn't get to go there. We went to Ensenada instead. Okay. So, but um, Ensenada, I can do. All right, let's just say the hike doesn't happen. One other thing. <laughs> well, I definitely want to lay on the beach some in Aruba. I am a beach tanner type person. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to lay on the beach in Aruba for at least a couple of hours. Of course. And other than that, I'm with you guys. You know, let's get Scott some pizza to put on his head and <laughs> let's, you know, get a go up a mountain drinking drinks. And I love and it. Look, I, I, you know, I thought we were doing Royal so that Chris could go, and now Chris isn't going. You know, you're not wrong about that. Chris isn't going on this one. And yeah, we talked about that with Sandy, uh, you know, said, you know, too bad. We would have maybe booked a carnival. But I don't think we're in bad shape here at all. We're going to have a good crew on an amazing ship, big ship, but an amazing ship. And uh, 
I mean, we're going to Aruba, and we'll go to Aruba for a while. They did trim yeah. a couple of hours off the time in Aruba, which disappointed me. But we should still be there for the sunset. Curacao is going to be fun, and you never go wrong going to Labadee. So uh, I don't think, you know, yes, the next one we're going to do, it's going to be a carnival or a Norwegian. But we're in good shape still on this on this particular sailing. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm. Yeah. It was noted. It, yeah. was, it was noted. <laughs> noted. Noted. <laughs> noted by me as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking to Carol. Carol, anything else you got on your mind? Any questions or anything you want to share with us regarding any future or past sailings? No, I want to do um, St. Thomas. Oh, so, yeah. and I would love to do that on a group cruise, even though I know you guys have gone and I know you've been plenty of times. I would love to do St. Thomas with you, Tommy. Yes. I mean, not like just me and you, but you know what I'm saying. Sure. No, a hundred percent. Do you don't have to sell me? I don't care how many times I've been to St. Thomas. <laughs> I'll go. We'll do. We'll do St. Thomas again. A hundred percent. A nice big carnival or Norwegian ship on a St. Thomas run, flying through those hills. There's nothing like it. I'm definitely into that. I'm definitely looking forward to it. We'll do it. We'll definitely yep. get it. Yep. We'll put the it. closest I'm getting is next March. I'm going to um, San Juan and St. Martin. Okay. And the- I think it's the Dutch side of St. Martin. Well, that's where the ship ends up. But okay, okay. It, it's not. Uh, it's not. You could be in France in 15 minutes. It's not a big deal. <laughs> we'll talk more about St. We'll, we'll talk more about St. Martin. There's tons of stuff to do in St. Martin and tons of stuff to do in San Juan. There's just not that, you know, St. Thomas is the only place where I don't know what it is. You could they get you through those hills. They got a lot of highways through those hills and all those they they seem to put a um make make it a point and put a premium on setting up gift shops that happen to have banana daiquiri bars inside of them on top of mountains in St. Thomas. And it works out for all of us. We love it. It's great. I can't wait. I can't wait. Absolutely. Carol, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Tommy. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away all of your big problems. You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. Take one part sand, one part sea. And one part set of a nine-on tree And the drinks set cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy Perfectly good island somewhere Well, all right, the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine, ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing 
getaway to where the boat leads from and takes away all of your big problems. You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the boat leads from. So get away to where the boat leads from and takes away all of your big problems. You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the so get away to where the boat leads from and takes away. I love your big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leads from.